Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. One of the core tenets of building a positive workplace culture is certainly coaching. Now, I would tell you that there's probably four main pillars of a strong coaching culture. Now, let me make this paradigm shift. A strong coaching culture and its attributes builds a positive workplace culture. So number one, conversation skills. Let me give you some subtopics of conversation skills. Questions, active listening, honesty. Now, there are certainly more, but when you think about conversation skills, we have to ask questions. We have to learn about each other, and we have to actively listen, paraphrase back to somebody what they said. All too often in the workplace, in person or virtual, we're running hard. We're not listening to each other. We're thinking about what we want to say while someone's talking, and We have to build up our ability to converse and connect with people through thoughtful communication, eye contact. Bob, here's what I heard you say. Is there anything I'm potentially misunderstanding? Would you mind if I suggested a couple ideas? Those are thoughtful conversation pieces. Now, conversational skills is typically not taught. Yet I guarantee you, the way a leader talks to his or her employees absolutely shapes that team's culture. Here's why. Every time I lead a workshop or a webinar, I'll ask people, when an employee gets called into the boss's office in corporate America, what's the employee's first impression? Do you know I've never, in 20 years of asking that question, had someone say, well, maybe the person's promotion's ready. I've always got unanimously, 100% of the time, "Uh uh-oh, what did I do wrong? I must be in trouble. Get my resume ready. Those are the responses I get every single time. Guess what happens? That conversation does not reside in the office privately, does not reside in the Zoom session privately. It cascades out into the community. Because you know what coworkers say? What did the boss say? And guess what? people do when they're called into the office only for the constructive things. Do they listen rationally or emotionally? Typically, they listen emotionally. Well, my boss attacked me. I mean, he never understands me. She never gives me a chance. And they manically put their spin on it. Workplace cultures are not corporate values and principles. Workplace cultures are a combination and a collection of conversations. Now, as we move up the pyramid or we move up the scale of a coaching or a workplace culture, next is coaching skills. Coaching skills 
is a person's ability to leverage conversations, to invest in people positively, leveraging their strengths and opening up doors of opportunity. Notice I did not say the word constructive feedback. I'm not suggesting we stay away from constructive feedback. I'm suggesting we reframe it as opportunistic feedback. Let me give you an example. When somebody calls somebody into the office and said, you know, Charlie, you're doing a really good job here, here, and here, but, and then we unload what they're doing wrong. But's the great verbal eraser. Now, here's a technique, coaching-wise, called dovetailing. So, Charlie, here are the three things I think you're doing really well, A, B, and C, and I think about adding time management to those list of strengths. Hearing that, what do you think we could do together to move in that direction? It's inclusive. I'm grabbing an area of constructive feedback and saying, let's turn it into a strength. See, the goal of coaching, the goal of feedback is never just to give feedback. It's to give feedback so somebody utilizes it and strategically accepts it and puts it into play. Coaching skills is asking questions, creatively getting people to adopt self-awareness, take action on what they see. I'll give you another example. When you have somebody who has a negative attitude, one of the most common things that we hear in our business, and what we typically do is call people in and say, well, you know, you got to cut it out and you got to shape up uh, or else I might have to put you on a performance improvement program. Nobody's going to react to that. An attitude is practiced. So as coaches, we have to help them practice a positive attitude. Now, let me give you an example. I might say, well, Charlie, who is uh, somebody on the team that you think is really positive? Well, I think Lisa's pretty positive. Awesome. What I'd love to have you do over the next week is I want you to have two coffee breaks with Lisa. And just ask her. When you have time, just ask her, you know, how are you always positive? How are you always maintaining positivity? Then you send Charlie two videos that week of being a great teammate. See, here's the funny thing. We want to fix people. What we have to do as coaches is fuel people's minds to make decisions. The goal of coaching is very simple. Number one, it's getting someone to look in the mirror. First, you do that with strength so they at least pick up the mirror. Number two, when they look at the areas where they have opportunity to improve and they have some self-awareness and say, yeah, you know, my time management is lacking. Yeah, at times I can be a little edgy and disruptive and maybe not as congenial as I could be. We don't say, gotcha. We say, awesome, Charlie. Thanks for sharing that with me. And then you start to deploy actions. Well, Charlie, what if we got together every single week? What if you met with Lisa? What if I sent you a video every single week? I'd love to give you this book by Patrick Lencioni, The Ideal Team Player. And let's really invest in becoming a great teammate. Notice I didn't say the word attitude. So coaching skills is being creative. Now, number three, measure. Now, this is where we fall apart. When we measure, and there are hundreds of ways of measuring coaching, from workplace engagement studies, at Progress Coaching, we measure relationships in the workplace. We measure people's acceptance of feedback in the workplace. We measure people's level of motivation. We have built about 15 different ways to measure coaching in the workplace. Now, do not let the measurement sit on its own. Take the measurement result ascertain progress, ascertain areas of continued need for opportunity to improve, ascertain and specifically pinpoint areas where coaching needs to be applied, and then do something about it. 
See, what employees and even leaders will say is, geez, I did that survey. I never heard what they did with the results. Number four, here's the big one, practice. If you have people struggling with conflict, don't have them take a course unless you're going to have scheduled practice sessions. If you do not practice, you do not arbitrarily get better. We have to practice. Let me give you a quick story. We had a client in New York, great guy. You meet him and you're like, wow, this guy's a great coach. And he is a great coach. We actually scored one of his practice sessions, actually one of his real coaching sessions. He was kind enough to send us an audio transcript. And we got the audio and we did some what we call factual-based scoring. He used the word but 11 times. And I think he interrupted 19 times in an 11-minute coaching session. Now, his energy, his willingness to help his people, fantastic. So when you think about that, on the surface, perception, wow. But you cannot measure, you cannot improve what you don't see. So we sat down with him and we shared the results and we said, you interrupted, I think it was, no, he interrupted 11 times, he used the word but 19 times. And we used a language transcription tool. We plugged it into Zoom, gave him a transcription, highlighted it, and we highlighted the strengths as well. And he was just devastated. I said, look, you have the latitude of making these mistakes because you have such a great conviction of helping your people. They probably didn't notice. Yet, would you agree or disagree? You have an opportunity to raise your game, even though your game is pretty good. He said, yeah, felt great about it. He never demonstrated active listening and he interrupted continuously. Now, I possess the same challenge. I interrupt because my willingness to help is so great. Yet, I've also got to look in the mirror and say, Is that disruptive to the objective that I have as a coach? So again, the pillars of a great coaching culture, conversation skills, coaching skills, organizational down to team measurement, and then implementation of successful practice sessions. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called coach to you where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called coach to you We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.